Greetings, friend. Welcome back to the Wayfair Podcast. I'm Tom Vanderwell. Thanks so much for joining me again today on this chapter of the journey, which finds us in John chapter 7, and it was verse 43 that resonated in my soul this morning. It says, thus the people were divided because of Jesus. Today's podcast is entitled, Who is This Man? As I read the headlines, it appears to me that I live in a time when I hear many different things being stated as fact, and I am left to reason out what is true. Should I truly still be afraid of COVID and its variants, even though I've had COVID and have also been vaccinated? Is a biological male truly a female athlete? Is climate change truly ushering in a soon-coming apocalypse? Was I truly born a racist with no hope of change or redemption? Is it truly possible for everything in life to be fair and equitable? Man, what a fascinating time to be walking this earthly journey. As I mentioned at the outset of this chapter today, Journey Through John's Biography of Jesus, identity is a major theme that weaves its way through John's writing and the stories he chooses to share from the voluminous number of stories he could have shared. I've had both my eyes and my heart looking for it as I read each chapter. And isn't it a great theme to be mulling over in this time when identity is such a hot topic of the day? In yesterday's chapter, Jesus pointedly called out the motives of the crowds that were following him around the shores of Galilee. It was such a harsh rebuke that the crowds dispersed, stopped following him. Even the 12 were tempted to walk away. In today's chapter, John shares what a lightning rod Jesus had become. The national religious festival called the Feast of Tabernacles was set to kick off in Jerusalem, and everyone is expecting Jesus to make a grand entrance. Instead, he travels to Jerusalem secretly and arrives late to the festival. Everyone is asking, who is Jesus? And John shares with us, a bunch of the takes. The religious leaders see Jesus as a threat to their power and control over the masses. They have a price on Jesus' head, according to verse 1, and they send the temple police to arrest him in verse 32, and they hold fast to their view of Jesus as truly a deceiver and illegitimate prophet. That's in verses 47 through 52. Now, Jesus' own siblings, in verses 3 through 5, think Jesus is out of his mind. And they mockingly urge Jesus to leave Galilee, where he's wildly popular and relatively safe, and to go to Judea, where he's likely to get arrested by the religious leaders and be stoned for being a heretic. The crowds, oh man, they have all sorts of opinions. John gives us them all. Jesus is a good man, verse 12. Jesus is a deceiver, others say, verse 12. Jesus is amazing, Knowing so much for being a rural schmuck who wasn't trained formally in the formal Ivy League educational institutions of Jerusalem. That's verse 15. Jesus is demon-possessed. Verse 20. Jesus might be the Messiah, some thought. That's in verses 25 through 26. Jesus can't be the Messiah if he is from Nazareth and we know where he's from. 
they said in verse 27. Jesus should be seized and arrested for what he's saying. They said in verse 30, Jesus is the Messiah. Who else could perform these miracles? Some said in verse 31. Jesus is the prophet, capital P, spoken of in Deuteronomy 18, 15. Some said in verse 40. No, Jesus is the Messiah. Some firmly believed in verse 41. Others said Jesus can't be the Messiah because according to the prophets, the Messiah will be from Bethlehem, some said in 42. Now the temple guards who are sent to arrest Jesus don't have a clue who he is, but they were so impressed with what Jesus had to say that they disobeyed orders and refused to arrest him. That's verses 45 through 47. So John, one of Jesus' inner circle and a primary source witness to the events, tells me at the beginning of the book that Jesus is truly the resurrected Messiah and the incarnate Christ. Still, John makes it clear that along the way, Jesus' miracles and teaching created tremendous division among people and between people. So in the quiet this morning, I find my heart contemplating two things. First, John's story compels me as a reader to decide for myself who Jesus is. He even provides me with, you know, 10 or so popular contemporary opinions from which to choose. As for me, I made my decision 40 years ago that Jesus was exactly who he said he was. Have I questioned my choice? Oh, sure. In fact, I questioned it anew in the quiet this morning. Have I changed my mind? Never. My spiritual journey of 40 years has deepened my faith. Second, I find myself asking, if I truly believe what I say I believe, how should that inform my thoughts, my actions, my words, and tasks on this 20,185th day of my earthly journey? I hope it is a great day for you, my friend. Have a good one. We'll see you back here tomorrow.